Welcome to It's Technically Romance. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> That's how uh, Armchair Expert starts. And every time we go to do it, I want to do that. Well, we can't take their intro. We're going to have to come up with something something catchy. I mean, this is what is this? This is our 21st episode. We don't have a good intro. We need to have something something. Well, we've boisterous. got a catchy jingle. At least we have the jingle. Shout out to Evan O'Connor, who did that jingle for us, by the way. Yes, we've uh, gotten comments that people enjoy our song so yeah yeah he's 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 amazing we told him i think what we told him was we wanted something that was like a romantic comedy but like a sitcom or something wasn't something like that um i basically told him i wanted like the cure um (laughs) (laughs) i wanted you know 80s rom-com and this man's a professional because he listened to all of like all the the 80s rom-com stuff and all the cure and he came up with this and yeah i sent him a few songs and he killed it yeah fantastic evan o'connor so yeah other than that i mean we do need something catchy what about is technically technically romance there we go that's (laughs) awful we'll just say hey guys how's it going technically romance (laughs) i'm stephanie i'm hamilton and we take a look at hallmark movies from the romantic side and the technical side we sure do yeah and after our 20th episode, we... Yeah. Yeah. Shout out interviews. Yes. Thanks for everyone listening. We actually charted. Which we did is chart. a little weird. Weird? I mean, because I didn't know, uh, you know, it's just hard to know. Yeah. Analytics and stuff. It felt you just good. just never know. It felt good. We're going to print that out and frame it in our office, I think. Yeah. We've got a big Canadian uh, support we need to, group. We need so to move we, to Canada. <laughs> a support group? Yeah. There. Let's go with that. Canadian support group. So shout out Canada too. Yeah. What up Canada? Yeah, we charted 160 on the film reviews for Canada on Apple. Was it Apple? On Apple, yeah. yeah. So that's awesome for us. That's a huge deal. I mean, you know, we just started in... Uh, September, I think, of this year. Yeah, end of September. So we're a new podcast, so to have that happen is, is huge. So I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. You know, we'll keep the content rolling out. Um, so thank you guys uh, for that. But tonight, we're going to be talking about a little movie. Called Taking a Shot at Love. Yeah, let's take a shot at love. Let's do it. You know what this movie should have been called, though? Go get him, Coop. It's <laughs> exactly... Yes, you've read my mind. That's exactly what this movie should have been called. Yeah. For those of you that haven't seen this movie yet, the best line in the movie is when our, our lead actress, who is played by... Alexa Penavega. Uh, utters these words as... He's leaving. As he's leaving. Yeah, she utters these words as he's leaving. They do a, a quick push-in on her. I'm sorry, they do a slow push-in on her face. Yeah, Tears it's a really slow. She's like gradually walking up to the camera, yeah. close up, and then she whispers, "Go get him, Coop." <laughs> and I, I think I like I laughed out loud, but I loved it. Yeah, it and was it, so cheesy, but so good. It was, and you know, it's, and I'll say this: the reason why I laughed is because there's no other part in the movie like that. Like it was so out of place so cheesy like you said that it worked though it worked so well and there's a lot of things in this movie that worked really well for me that that line specifically and that scene specifically just really really got me yeah because i mean she's not a character that talks to herself so (laughs) it was a little strange um but i guess that was the only way we would have known what she was thinking (laughs) to go (laughs) i mean we were all thinking it 
Yeah, so I think so. She was just speaking so. what we were all feeling. It, what was in our hearts. She was speaking mm-hmm. what was in our hearts. Uh, if you can't tell, though, guys, we, we did enjoy this movie. We did enjoy this movie. You know, we like to start things off by letting you guys know what we thought about the movie. If this movie was something that we would watch again, seek out and watch again. Is this a movie we would have on while we were just vacuuming or doing laundry? <laughs> or is this something that we would never watch again? For me, this is a movie I would probably... It's in between just having on while I'm doing laundry and actually watching it. It'd be one of those things where I sit down for like maybe half an hour to you know, watch it again, go out and do something. So this was about middle of the road for me, but edging towards um, something that I'd actually watch. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be doing any seeking for this one <laughs> again, but I liked it. Are you happy you saw it? I, I am, and I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both of us, when we saw the previews, we were kind of like... Previews made this look so bad. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to the people that do the trailers, but my my day job is actually making trailers for video games, and so um, the trailer for this one was way off base. They made it look very campy, cheesy, just not what it was. There was a lot of heart in this film, and it was a lot of fun, too. I mean, there was a lot of fun, but it wasn't this sort of slapsticky kind of... Yeah, it was... No, we really just have the one scene where he is dancing with the little girls that's kind of, you have the little yeah. music playing and it's kinda, it's and it's funny though, but it's cute. But the rest of the movie, I mean, there's like even like this really nice montage with like some slow music playing mm-hmm. uh, to like seeing them, his progression happening of him learning ballet and... Would you, so real quick... You mentioned the montage. I was going to save this for for later on, but you just tossed the montage out there. The montage felt out of place. It was in the third act of the film, right at the end. It just seemed a little misplaced. Um, Usually the montage comes a bit earlier than that. It just seemed like, uh uh-oh, we got to make sure that we show him doing ballet. Here's a montage for you. What did you think about that? I I liked it. You did? I mean, I I like the montage. I'm talking about the placement of said montage in the film. Mm, I don't know that it... It felt weird to me. I enjoyed it. Okay. I okay. mean, maybe now that I'm thinking about it. It was a little like right at the end there. Like, that's the only thing. But. Yeah, I guess I, a lot of these movies, I feel like back in the day, there used to be a, like more montages. Yeah, the we 1980s montage yeah. is what it's called. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's, called, the... it's literally called the 1980s montage. Oh, are you being serious? Yeah, oh, okay. Serious. <laughs> I thought you were making a joke. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we don't see a lot of montages mm-hmm. anymore, so this one... Felt good, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Nice throwback. <laughs> um, so here we are talking about montages and our favorite lines, and we haven't even talked about the plot. No. People so, are like, what are they, what, are they talking about a movie? They're like, I just stumbled upon this podcast, and what are they talking yeah. about? Well, we are talking about a Hallmark Channel film called Taking a Shot at Love, and this movie stars Alexa Penavega. Mm-hmm. And a Hallmark le- legend? Well, he's, he's a veteran. Hallmark veteran. We should say veteran, Hallmark veteran. But he is a legend to some people, I'm sure. <laughs> no, honestly. Like, I know your mom loves him. I know your mom loves him. My mom does. Um, Luke McFarland yep. is who we're speaking of. And she's been in one before, I believe. Yeah. Where she was also a dancer. So my question to you is, do you think she's actually a dancer? I think it's safe to say that she has a dance background. Are you sure? I mean, maybe they just started casting people and like, I hope you can dance and let's just do it. If that is the case, then bravo. Because, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, she just looks natural at it. Yeah. So 
I am pretty sure I did read that she has um, some dance, some dance background. Was Spy Kids a dancing movie? Maybe she just picked it up then. <laughs> Spy Kids the musical. Um, <laughs> was there a Spy? I never saw Spy Kids, but she was in it. Yeah. Yeah. And Probably she's, dancing. Yeah, she's all grown up now, dancing and with Luke movies. McFarlane, <laughs> dancing with Coop. That's what this movie should have been called, Dancing, dancing with Coop. Um, so just a little plot summary for you here. A ballet teacher is worried about losing her dance studio. Mm -hmm. So she takes in a famous hockey player who needs to rehabilitate an injury. She teaches him ballet and in the process falls in love. Yeah. That's great. Right on the nose. Yeah. I originally had, she teaches him ballet and he teaches her to love again. You know, I, I thought you were going to do something like that. I felt like a little bit of a pause, like they need, but she doesn't, or he doesn't. She No, he doesn't teach her he how to love her again. He doesn't teach her anything. <laughs> I thought it would have been a nice, you know, way to go, but... No, but he really doesn't. I mean, he does open her heart up again because she was hurt in her previous relationship. Yeah. But yeah. I think it was just all her doing. I she thought... She allowed herself to open up. Yeah. He just... He was there. He was just there. Well, I thought he would have taught her to be flexible and actually, you know, try to save her dance studio by doing like a sports thing or doesn't even do that. No, no. No, she's, she's like, that's not what I do. Yep. Yeah, the most stubborn. That's uh, that's her catchphrase in the, the movie. <laughs> that's not what I do. <laughs> How about you try this to save your studio? No, that's not what I do. I would rather my studio burn to the ground <laughs> than me teach sports people how to dance. Like, yeah. That, I mean, to me, this character, her character, uh, that was her main flaw to me is that she was the most stubborn Hallmark character I've seen in a, in a while. Usually you have these stubborn characters and, you know, eventually they open up or at the end they, you know, learn a lesson and like, oh, I should, you know, be more open and something like that. Not her. Not her at all. And it was almost refreshing to see how many times she said, that's not what I do. <laughs> That's it, just not what I do. And it was, it was, it was crazy. So uh, a very interesting character. Yeah, know. I'm glad that she actually had some sort of flaw because at first I was a little unsure how I was going to feel about her because she felt a little too perfect mm. for me. You know, just obviously they're going to be put together and beautiful right. and everything. But just, you know, it was just a little too cookie cutter with like the perfect quiche in the morning that she had for him and her pour over coffee oh man and the beautifully shaped baked scones that she had for her neighbor and it was just it was a little too perfect i was like how does she do it it was a little too perfect and let's let's talk about that coffee a minute let's talk about that coffee the pour over the pour over coffee so how can i describe this movie so this movie to me is, is very much a classic Hallmark film with a few twists and turns there, but it stays very true to the Hallmark roots. Mm -hmm. and, and as you know, Hallmark used to do these like blatant you know, product placements with Folgers specifically, and they would have like the Folgers. And, you know. uh, in the very beginning of this movie, the scenes that they did and the way it was lit looked exactly like a coffee commercial. <laughs> like I'm watching this being like, oh my goodness, this is like a blatant coffee commercial. Where's the Folgers? And it, it was so funny because right at the end of that scene, the neighbor walks in. She goes, 
you, your life is a coffee commercial. So it's like they were owning up to it. So there's a little bit of a meta twist there um, that I really appreciated right at the start. That's how the movie opens up. And I'm like, okay, I think we got something here. There's some clever lines uh, that really kind of stuck with me. So this movie is very classic Hallmark for those of you that love the, the old Hallmarks, Hallmark films. Very classic with a few little twists and turns. Yeah, I would say twist because I don't know that I've ever seen a Folgers commercial with a pour over. That's true. But I, I mean, I honestly haven't seen the Folgers in any of these movies in a while. Mm-hmm. We had the Campbell's tomato soup. Yeah. <laughs> incident. Yes, I would say that it did have a bit of a classic feel to it. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed, like you say, the twist and mm-hmm. turns. You know, I'm always curious how the the chemistry is going to work when I see a pairing that I haven't seen before. Right. Fresh pairing. Fresh pairing. And I was pleasantly surprised. I was, I thought they had good chemistry. I mean, well, let's, let's talk about the meat cute first, because I know meat cutes are supposed to be cute. And this particular one wasn't very cute. No, it was, it was alarming is, is the phrase I would use. An alarming (laughs) meat cute. Well, he basically breaks into her home. Mm-hmm. So he, he, not a good first impression. No, he, not basically. He literally, literally Coop breaks into her home. Really, though, it's kind of her fault for having her key under her mat. Like this is, you know, 2021. This is not 1950s suburban land. You know, you can't be doing that. You need to need to lock that up. I don't know who, who wh- how that was ever a good solution that's true i mean oh i forgot my keys good thing it's under the mat yeah no one will think to look here and then it became such a popular thing that people did that i mean obviously someone would go and find it there well probably her neighbor who's her best friend came over and told her hey you probably shouldn't have your your key under the mat and she just said that's not what i do (laughs) (laughs) sorry it took me a second and then i was like oh i see where you're going Yes, that's probably what happened. She's so stubborn. She's so stubborn that she had to just keep leaving that key under the mat, even though her neighbor told neighbor told her not to do it. Yeah, I guess it's like reverse psychology because she's like, well, no one is doing this anymore, so it should be safe because <laughs> no one would think to look it's not here how that because works. how stupid would I be if I actually left my key under? But the Coop mat? rolls up, finds the key, gets confused by what a guest house is, and then just makes himself at home with some Chinese takeout. Yeah, obviously this huge house main big house is not the guest house and what a huge house it is and you know at first you know when we were watching this i was like wow how does she afford this giant house a guest house garage a barn all that land when her studio is struggling and then we come to find out that i think it was inherited and she's been fixing it up so that kind of... It made it a little more sense. But yeah, I was like, man, she must be charging a lot for that ballet <laughs> No studio. wonder those parents are pulling out those kids. It's way too much But money. why can't she afford rent? Well, she can't afford rent because it's all going to her house. Mm-hmm. So I did, I did like that scene where she tries to convince her landlord to not up her rent. That was, that was pretty fun. Because usually landlords are kind of cranky. Uh, but this dude was actually like you know kind of chill. And yeah, if there's anything I can do, well... You could lower the rent. Ha, ha, ha. I did like that about Jenna was that she was very straightforward oh, yeah. and she didn't, you know, pull any punches, no. especially with Coop, which mm. I think, you know, was good for him because he was just very rude at well, first. And Well, she, she even says to him, you're used to getting your way, aren't you? And, you know, we kind of talked about this during the movie a little bit, like, 
it's it's hard to have Luke McFarlane be rude like the jerk you know because he seems like such a good guy that him trying to play a jerk just comes off as him acting like a jerk it just doesn't it doesn't work and so each time in the in the beginning of the movie it didn't really resonate with me cuz i was like oh he's he's just pretending like he's he's a good guy and so that was kind of funny for me to see this guy who just seems like a very good-natured person try to be mean it just wasn't working yeah it's funny that you say it like that because even though he was being super rude and I was like, oh gosh, like this is not a good look for you. I still didn't hate him. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's probably because it was Luke McFarlane. Yeah. It's just, you know. Just a good guy. I couldn't fully not like him. Yeah. Um, but I did. But it, when they showed, when she showed him the guest house for the first time, the actual guest house, and she was just so, it's like, she had worked so hard on that guest house. She had, like, a little basket for him and, like, a little notebook and everything. And yeah, and once again, she's saying how, what we feel out loud when yeah. she's like, you're making it seem like I'm taking you to some abandoned shack <laughs> here. And I was like, yeah, for real. Like, yeah. he looked so disgusted. And I'm like, it's actually really cute. Well, there and was no TV, be, though. You should be grateful. There's no TV. Go outside. Fun. Get some some fresh air. <laughs> She probably made it that way, so he would have to come to her house to, oh, if he wanted to there watch you go. TV. I like it. I like it. Let's get a little bit into some technical, though, uh, because I will say that I think the technical aspects of this film were phenomenal. It was shot well. There was really no issues with the camera work. You know, pretty standard hallmark. Nothing fancy. You know, just basic, basic shots. A little bit of movement here and there, but... They weren't overly moving the camera around. Lighting was superb, superb lighting. I mean, we're talking a lot of natural window light coming in. Colors were balanced well. They would take that window light and then they'd have some tungsten in the background. It just, it worked. It worked, 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 worked. I, I, I think to the scene that I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about from a romantic standpoint, but when the power goes out and she has like 500 candles in her home, huge fire hazard yeah do not actually try that yeah that is i don't i don't know why they do that in like all the movies who does that who has that many candles first of all and why would you take the time to light all of them to me by the time you do all that power is back on on. if Um, if you do that please let us know huge fire hazard yeah let us know if you're one of those people that has 500 candles and the power goes out please drop us a dm let us know because i don't think you're out there yeah we've got like Three. We have three. We have, maybe, we have yeah, three candles. We can count it on one hand. One for each got. room. We're done. Um, but no, but the way that was lit, I mean, was just, just beautiful. So bravo to the DP. Just great job all around. And the director, too. i just very happy. Funny. We are talking about the director and mm-hmm. cinematographer here. Kevin Fair was the director. And cinematographer Sean Seifert. And uh, they actually both worked on... Wedding every weekend. Nice, nice. I mean, if you remember, oh, that's with Paul Campbell. Paul Campbell and Kimberly ah. Sesto. Yeah, we enjoyed that movie. We did enjoy that one. Yeah, no, so I mean, same, same. Seems like the same. Some of the same crew. Yeah, well, that's that's one of the things that we learned from our interview is that a lot of these directors and DPs will work together very often. Like once you have a good crew that you enjoy working with, you want to work with them. And it's interesting to see that the movies that we really like that we enjoy have similar crews together you yeah know? because it goes back to what we always say is you can tell when these people are having a good time and it seemed like everyone in this film was having a good time so shout out to them great work 
I mean, we talk about location a lot in these films and how a location can either become like a part of a character or if it's not a character, it just needs to be done well. Set design, phenomenal all the way around. I, I thought they did, did a great job. Uh, the house, her house, we talked about how huge it was. It was huge, but it was decorated well. It, felt it was beautiful. It felt lived in. It felt like her home, as mm -hmm. opposed to a home they were just using on Airbnb to film for a weekend. So great job on that. And even her dance studio was, was cute. Like I just, I got all of the feels at these locations. So just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And even the uh, winter fest that they were doing, cute as well. Like just great stuff all around. I love how they're just sneaking in Christmas lights into all these shots though. Did you notice them? Uh, did I notice them? <laughs> How just making sure. could I not? Uh, it, there were lights galore in this yeah. movie. It was everything was a glow, yeah. and it was beautiful. I loved it, and I felt the same way. So I didn't know where Avon was supposed to be. Um, it was actually supposed to be Connecticut, okay. but they obviously didn't film there. It was filmed in Vancouver. Yeah. Shout out Canada. Canada. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, they did a great job. I loved the little downtown Main Street yeah. where, yeah, her dance studio was. And everything just felt believable. Like, I was like, yeah, she lives here. This mm -hmm. is her little town. And, and I, yeah, I loved her house. I thought it was amazing. It was like she had to give a tour of the grounds where she's like, oh, let's uh, let's go to the barn. And then she's like, they're like walking for I don't know how long. Oh, no, it's this way. And then they're still going. This like, is my wow. second guest house over here. How big is her land? It was. It was big. So yeah. just honestly, I, I really have no notes on, on ways that I could improve this movie or ways that I would improve this movie. Just great. Great all around. Lighting is, is such a huge thing with me, and they, they, they knocked it out of the park. They knocked it out of the park. When you can balance that daylight with that nice orange and yellow glow from, from tungsten or from candles, it's just it's so much fun. So great job, guys. And, and the sound. There was really no like hokey music. You know, like there was no sort of like do-do-do-do-do, none of that. Like, if there was, it was, it was subtle enough to not, you know, Yeah, take I enjoyed the music. I thought, and yeah, if we're getting technical, I thought sound mixing was good too because there's a scene where they're on the ice yeah. and his coach is talking to him and it's very noisy. It's, it's like during a game, I think. And I can still understand them completely, yeah. which I know in the past we've had some issues with like oh, yeah. background noise and not being able to hear. Um, so, But it was, it was noisy, but you could still hear them. Like You, you could get the ambiance of the hockey mm -hmm. rink and still yeah. hear it. So yeah, just it was well made. And anytime there's a well-made movie, I'm gonna I'm gonna be into it. So, great job. Yeah, I echo that as well. <laughs> for romance, mm -hmm. uh, for my side of things, I I like I said earlier, I enjoyed their chemistry. You know, it took me a little bit to get any sort of feels with it. Like I liked their vibe. I liked how she was interacting with him, even when he was you know being a jerk first off. Right. Or as jerky as you know, Luke McFarlane <laughs> can be, but I liked when you, you know, I think it's their, their second dance lesson. You kind of start to see he's looking at her a little different. Mm -hmm. She's, there's some touching, she's kind of like poking him and very playful, flirty. And I was just like, okay, I see what's going on here. So I really liked the progression of their relationship. I thought it felt very natural and, I yeah I liked how they just kept getting closer and closer 
actually one of my favorite scenes is when she finally confides in him about why she stopped dancing. Well, for the... Oh, yeah, for the ballet. But real quick, real quick. That was so weird. Every time he would ask her, I think he asked her two or three times, she would just brush it off. Well, she obviously didn't want to talk about it. I know, but it was was just odd because he kept asking her. And it just, it was just a a weird thing for me to say. You didn't get that feeling? Well, it was weird because he, I thought it was like too many times. Yeah. And I kind of was like, Coop, get the hint. She doesn't want to talk about it. Respect this woman's privacy. Go get him, Coop. Um, Go get him, Coop. But you know, he was feeling things. He's like, I need to get to the bottom of this. So, you know... I guess I see both sides, but you know, when a woman giving you the obvious signs that she doesn't want to talk about it, you just let her have her space. Yeah. Yeah, The scene where she finally does open up and she's sitting on the countertop and they, she's just made him dinner. He puts, I guess he's holding like a glass of wine Mm. or something and he puts it down and he takes her hand in his. And it was very surprising I wasn't expecting that. I didn't know what was happening. It was just very tender and gentle and sweet. And you could feel, I was feeling the butterflies that she was feeling. And you could see it on her face that she was surprised too. Like, oh, okay, (laughs) this is new. Coop, what's going on here? I really liked that scene. And then he sets up that really sweet s'mores campfire with her neighbor friends. Where where the other neighbor sees it from the road. I saw your fire from the road, so I'm coming in. Who does that? I don't even think he was a neighbor. He said, like, we were coming home from practice and we saw a fire, so we wanted to make sure everything was okay. First of all, that's the smallest fire in the world. It's It's like a fire pit. It's not like a bonfire. I think they just wanted some s'mores. Yeah, like... Ooh, God, that was so weird. That was an that was just a weird way to get the kid there, you know. Like we saw the fire from the road. Like don't do that. Don't do that. Come up with a yeah. Better it way. was a little strange. I I liked that scene. We do, of course, get an interrupted kiss when they walk like Felix, five miles to the Felix. to the barn. And yeah, we talked about this, and it was mentioned in our last podcast. Like we don't always need an interrupted kiss, and. But again, this movie, like we said at the beginning, this movie is very classic Hallmark. Yeah. With a few little twists, but not a lot, but very classic Hallmark. Yeah. And I, I thought, you know, because we, there was this little twist. To, so I was like, maybe we're going to get, but it was like, no, womp, womp, interrupted. Yeah. Way to go, little Felix. Felix. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think sort of my favorite romantic scene was the uh, the power outage. I love that scene. Well, no, I liked the ice storm. I did like the second lesson uh, just because when he was doing it he was looking at her and he could tell like the sparks were starting to fly like you were saying but the ice storm when the power went out I thought was was great you know when she opens the door for her neighbor and her neighbor's like oh my goodness you know you and Coop or I always see the way you guys look at each other and he's there listening and stuff and just really nice way to kick it off that was um, one of the little twists, because that's not really classic. We don't see that a lot, where they're talking about the other the person, race, yeah. and you know they overhear. So. so I like that, and uh, it was just beautifully lit with the 500 candles, even though they don't make any sense. <laughs> and then he stays the night, and you know they so they go around the house with their oil lanterns, which is also who has oil lamps this this day and age, like working oil lamps, like she is she's something else. So they had their oil she's lamps. She's perfect. She is nice. perfect. With her oil lamps from the 1865 so they go there's a you know a two-piece couch and so they both sleep on the couch i i don't know 
I feel like we've had to have had something like a sleepover like this before, right? But it was just really tender and cute because they're looking at each other as they fall asleep. And he says something like, do all of your guests get this kind of, you know... uh, Level level of treatment or something. And she has this little smirk. Yes, of course. (laughs) It was was just a really great scene. And yeah, I liked it. I liked that a lot. Yes, it was was a good scene. Um, And of course, I was waiting for it. I'm like... I mean, he's a hockey player. There's got to be an ice skating scene. I was Either dreading it. I she was dreading doesn't it. know how to ice skate. But I actually liked that she said, I didn't say I don't know how to ice skate. I said I don't like to. Yeah. Which I am with you, Jenna, because, well. No, you don't know how to ice skate. I don't know how to ice skate. I was going to say, I wait, you definitely don't know how to ice skate. But I also don't like it. So right. I've tried. Yeah. And no, I'm not great at it, but I have been ice skating and I just don't like it. Because you don't know how to do it. I don't think I will ever know how to do it. I've tried quite a few times. It is miserable for me. It, yeah. it It's just a lot of work. And yeah, it's just, it's not fun. It's not a fun pastime for me. Yeah. It's for me. I do it every once in a while. Oh, I'm you're really fantastic at it. I didn't think I was until we, we, we went on a, on a date uh, my work was having a date one time, and so there's like a little ice skating rink. And I hadn't been ice skating probably since I was like 11 or 12. And I was like, oh, let's do it. You know, we can hold hands. We can have our hallmark moment on the ice. And so we go out there. And yeah, and you're like, I don't know. You know, it's, I'm going to be a little rusty. <laughs> this guy has got his hands in his pockets. Oh, no, we were holding hands for a little bit, but you were just holding me back. You're holding me back. I had to. I had to fly. Oh, that was after I let you fly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, had like, to, I had to go mighty ducks and just go. So I was like, there. "This is awful. This is giving me great anxiety. Everyone's just shooting by me. I just want to sit on the ground and not try anymore." It was a great date. It was a great date. No, it was a lot of fun, <laughs> but um, but no, I'm I'm not an ice skater. No, but neither. Well, she said she doesn't like. It, but no, that I was dreading the scene. We knew it was coming. It was good. I mean, it was fine. There was, it, there, 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 you know, I said the technical was fine. There was a weird camera thing where it was like right on his shoulder and he was like looking down at her. That I do, yeah, that was kind of awful. Yeah, that I do. I have notes about that. I, I, and I wanted to ask you about that. I was very confused mm-hmm. as to why they did it that way. And I thought, well, maybe because she can't really ice skate and so they had to make it look like they were sort of ice skating. It was the weirdest angle, like close mm-hmm. up. Of her, they just looked very awkward where he's like holding her. Yeah, um, I, I don't have an answer for that. I mean, that'd be a question for the director or the DP, like why why they shot it that way. But it, it was super weird. And But she obviously could stand up on the ice because she's like hitting the pucks in the net after and she clearly that's maybe, her doing maybe, it. Maybe, I mean, the only thing I can think of is maybe they tried it a one way and they're like, okay, this, we're, this is going to be too many takes. We'll just do it this way. I just feel like that ruined it a tiny bit for me. I thought it oh, could it have been a cute scene. I was so worried about this awkward <laughs> angle. Precarious. It was precarious yeah. camera. <laughs> that I wasn't necessarily feeling what I should have right. been feeling. Because um, he's telling her, you know, you saved me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, <sighs> the classic Hallmark cheesy lines. But yeah, I like them. I know you do. I do. I know you do. As you know. As you know, one of the things besides lighting that really bothers me in this film is how Hallmark handles conflict in a movie. How they'll just make up something 
and they won't call each other. The two leads won't call each other, and it becomes this whole big thing. The conflict in this film was was barely noticeable. Like it was great. I don't. I wouldn't even almost call it conflict. No, I and I have that on my notes because I'm like conflict, not really. Yeah, um, it was great, but it was it was there, but it wasn't like a hindrance, and it, it just felt natural, like bravo to the writer um, for for giving us that, not just throwing it in our faces, you know. Yeah. So Coop, obvi- you know, obviously once he's gonna be better from his injury, yeah. he's gonna have to go back and. We knew that was coming, but it comes a lot sooner than I guess they were anticipating. So he's leaving the night before her big recital with her dance. Um, well, I don't want to call him a dance team because that's not what she does. But um, <laughs> with her ballet troupe. And yeah, clearly she is very upset, but she's holding it in. She's being very understanding. Mm-hmm. She's handling it like they talk an it adult. Out. They talk it out too. Yeah. yeah. And, you know... He's like, okay, well, he's leaving. And that's when we get our amazing, you know, go get him, Coop. <laughs> um, and it is very heartbreaking. And you just feel for her, for both of them, because they they wanted more time together. Yeah. You and know? It, it, was, it was great. Yeah, it was just handled well. And then when he comes back, because obviously he's going to come back for the recital. Uh, I didn't know. I was a little really? iffy. No, uh, I was kidding. So I was like, ooh. Uh, and she says, but we said, it, she says something like, we said everything we needed to. And he says this beautiful line, and only in the way that Luke McFarlane can say, he says, we didn't say anything that needed to be said. Yeah, and I was like, for real, yeah. you didn't. Because they did talk a little bit about it. But, but they didn't they really didn't, talk. Yeah, they yeah. didn't really say, oh, I wish you didn't have to go. Yeah. I'm having feelings for you and all of the things. So, so it was a great line, and for a minute there, we're thinking, oh my God, is he going to be performing with these kids? He doesn't. He doesn't perform with the kids. He just does a little pirouette. And calls it a day. Yeah, it was an impressive pirouette. Was it? I think so. I don't know. I don't know ballet. I can't do a pirouette. Well, I haven't tried in a while. Okay. But I've never done ballet. So <laughs> <laughs> but I have tried to do a pirouette well, just, you know, for fun. Well, speaking of pirouettes, um, I did like, you know, because this movie centers around this guy, uh, Coop, trying to recover from an injury. I did like all the ballet references and her talking about, like, the little bones in your foot and how... You're going to be sore because you're using muscles you haven't. And how she describes the one movement where your, you know, your ball of your feet comes, like all that stuff was very fascinating to me. I had no idea about all that. And it made me look at ballet in a whole new light. And so great job on that too. Just a little, little bit of sprinkling here and there. It wasn't overly done, but just enough to keep me interested and fascinated. So, and I really like to just to add that they made it a point to say that dance is also, um, you're, you know, it's an athletic yeah. endeavor, nothing to be ashamed of. You know, boys want to, boys were trying to make fun of Felix for being in ballet. Well, I don't know if they were. It was kind of alluded to, but I'm not sure if they were making fun well, of Well, there was, I mean, they were trying to say, even Coop was like, well, don't tell anyone I'm here. I don't want anyone to see me doing ballet. Yeah. And they're like, why? Ballet is cool. Anybody can do ballet. Right. Nothing, you know, to be ashamed of. So I did like that they... Uh, made note of that and so you know Felix was proud to be yeah. and he was amazing I'm assuming he's a real dancer because wow yeah it was good all of all of the little dance kids were great well it was weird too because the speaking of the dance troupe her assistant we never get to meet her assistant she's there all the time there's never an introduction she's just in the back yeah yeah it was really weird there wasn't a big cast 
as far as like people to really get to know. It was like her neighbors yeah. and then his agent. Who was also her cousin. And then Felix. And yeah. that was. That so was I thought it. that was that was odd that we have this assistant there that we never get any screen time with. Just give me one scene so I, I know what to expect, you know. And we also have like the parents taking their kids out. So the troupe does well. We assume she's going to have a lot more students because they do so well. She's obviously not changing anything for her, <laughs> her practice. You know, she's going to keep... Because, I mean, it's not what she does. It's not what she, it's not what she does. And so, uh, and it's a shame because she could be making... Like, they're talking about, like, the high school kids wanting to come to ballet, like, football players. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I... That's my one... Well, not my only thing. I do have another issue okay. at the end, but that they don't really resolve that. We don't know what happens to her studio, you know. Yeah. Usually that's wrapped up. She was worried about it and... Like wrapped up very well. Yeah. Like where we have no question. Here's an anonymous, uh, you know, check from someone that's going to well, pay given, all of your... <laughs> they've given her multiple things. So she had an out with Coop being like, oh, I can put you in touch with, you know, other NHL players, other sports people. She says no. We have an out where uh, they let her know that the high schools and the middle schools want their kids, the football players, to come and use it. She's like, no. So she has multiple avenues for other income, and she's just not into it. And Coop's like, I can even give you more money from the NHL for this one thing. No. So, uh, yeah, it was weird. that they, It's not really wrapped up. We don't know what happens to her. No, we don't. So I guess you know what that means. Taking know. a shot at love, too. <laughs> I mean, what happens to Jenna's studio? Let's find out. Let's find out. So not only did I have an, an issue with that, so I, I did a little research on how far away Connecticut is, or Avon, because I didn't realize Avon was in Connecticut, from where, because I was like, how did he get there so fast? I was thinking he was somewhere much further. It's only like a two and a half hour drive. Okay. So if he was on a helicopter, it's believable. Yeah. I did the math, so All right. it's okay. I was a little worried that that didn't make sense in the movie. Oh, so, okay, okay. Because so she thought, even says, how did you get here so Helicopter. <laughs> That's, we got that. Good. Debunked. Debunked. <laughs> Debunked. Uh, <laughs> but the, the end scene where we have our final or our only kiss in the movie, I was a little disappointed. You didn't like the kiss? I didn't enjoy the kiss. It was meh. Yeah. And I didn't love the location. I know they tried to, you know, all the lights. Yeah. But they were having this final ending romantic scene where he's saying all of these romantic things. It seemed a little forced to me. I don't know why. It was, it just seemed like a lot of words he was saying and I, I wasn't fully believing it and then they both say they love each other which i wasn't expecting because yeah, i was, was like weird. oh like i felt like the whole progression seemed very natural until that and normal part. until they were like i love you and i was like whoa okay um, yeah they had to wrap it up and i think that would have worked better if we had the kiss in the barn if it wasn't interrupted yeah i thought the kiss was a little you know flat yeah and also there it's happening in between like food carts and coffee. Like it was a weird spot to have the final. But the lights, Stephanie, the lights. The lights were We got to get those bokeh lights. I mean, I think it would have made more sense for them to just be off on, you know, off the stage. He's like, oh, can I pull you? And then they go all the way. I guess that's like right next door to the, yeah. to the complex. But I was, I was disappointed I was with, with the ending. I'm right there with you. Okay. I'm right there with you. 
I, I agree. But... Yeah, it was just a weird spot for them to have it, and then the kiss fell fell flat for me. But other than that, other than that, I liked the movie. It yeah. was I, I, it was very we, cute. We highly recommend you guys to watch it. It was don't let the previews turn you off. It was good. It was a good one. Yeah, great job by by everyone. Yeah, no complaints here, except the ones that we listed. <laughs> <laughs> Except the ones that Except we listed. Except the ones we listed. So that no, was No, but it was fun. It was a nice um it's a nice fun start off to the Hallmark Winter yeah. premieres. Yeah. That was taking a shot at love. Hashtag go get 'em coop. Hashtag it's not what I do. <laughs> <laughs> um let us know what you guys thought of the movie. Uh maybe you hated it, maybe you loved it even more than we did. Let us know. Maybe you know something about candles during a storm. Maybe you have 500 candles in your closet for storms. Please let us know. Appreciate all of you listening. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google, all Instagram, of, all of the Facebook, things. Twitter. Twitter. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. So we appreciate you guys reaching out. Hope you guys are coming down from the holidays. Finally, so, We finally have our decorations down. We finally have our decorations down. House trees, is very empty. Tree is gone. We, we left a few bag. lights up. We left a few lights up for some, you know, some bokeh shots. But you know, trees in its body bag. <laughs> we got a, a Balsam Hill tree. So the Hallmark shout out Balsam Hill. Shout out Balsam Hill. The Hallmark commercials work. We actually got a Balsam Hill tree. It was a wonderful tree. Like legit wonderful. Like, this is not an ad. No, for real. This is not an ad. But guys. Balsam Hill, if you would like to sponsor us, please do. Please. But do. no. But honestly, like. If you guys are ever trying to think of a, of a tree, the Balsam Hill was totally worth it. Like, it looks real. I sent photos to so many people, and they if I wouldn't have told them, they would have thought yeah. it was real. So, good job, Balsam Hill. But we've got a lot more coming up for you. We're going to keep this train rolling. So, thank you guys, and we hope to hear from you soon. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.